Welcome to the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Gregory, and this is episode 403. I hope you are having a great week. For those of you binge listening, I am sorry that you've now heard me say over and over again, I hope you're having a great week, when really it's been the same day for you. But for those of you who tune in every week, I hope you're having a wonderful week. And for those of you binge listening, I hope you're having a wonderful day. This week, I wanted to talk a little bit about talking about your work talking about photographs and how we go about doing that and some of the tips and tricks to sort of feel more comfortable about that. But before I jump into that, just a quick reminder up on my website at danieljgregory.com is a list of my current workshop offerings. And I've got several week-long workshops here at the studio on printing, black and white, vision to print. I've also got a week in the Palouse, the beginning of June. Wonderful, wonderful workshop for that. If you're interested in going out and photographing some amazing locations and amazing places, all of those workshops are in small format, so no more than four people per workshop. So it's really hands-on. We really make sure that everybody gets the time and energy they need to do the work that they need to do in those weeks. I also have an online black and white workshop on January 21st, 28th, and February 4th of next year. Those are recorded and online via Zooms. Those classes have about 20 in it for black and white, where we're going to go in and dive into all the nuts and bolts of black and white, a little bit of black and white printing, and also critique and feedback on the black and white work you create during that process. So it's a chance to get feedback about work. And as always, if you have any questions about those workshops, feel free to drop me a note, info at danieljgregory.com. Okay, this week, I like I said, I wanted to talk about talking about our work. And there's three sort of things that I wanted to dive into because I think it's really important that we are very good about talking about our work. It is uncomfortable for a lot of us to talk about our work. It's challenging for us, a lot of us to talk about our work. And yet I think it's important because if we can articulate more and more what our work's about, share what our work's about, I think we become better photographers and we become better appreciators of other people's work. And in a lot of ways, we can help them be more articulate about their work. And so I've got three sort of buckets that we're going to talk about today regarding the use of language around talking about your work. The first is practice. And a lot of people think they practice. They think they practice taking photographs. They think they practice editing photographs. They think they practice talking about photographs. They think they practice looking at photographs. But a lot of that is thinking about those things. And that thinking is different than doing. So practice is an actionable behavior. So we actually need to spend time talking about our photographs putting them up on the screen, putting them up on the wall, and speaking about what that photograph is about. That alone will make you a better photographer. Just putting the work up there and talking about it. And here's the catch to practice. That talking about it is not, again, you sitting there quietly thinking about what you might say if somebody asked you about that work. But it is put up on the wall and saying, Hi, I'm Daniel. This is my photograph of my dog, Cora, and this is what the photograph is about. Here's how I framed it, composed it. Here's what the emotional context is. However, you're going to talk about the photograph. A landscape, a portrait, a macro work, whatever it is, abstract photography, whatever it is, you're going to spend the time to actually out loud say what that photograph's about. If you want to take that practice to the next level, Set up your little iPhone, Android camera and record a video of yourself talking about the work. Because all of those little things that annoy you about talking about your work, 
you're going to realize that you actually do a better job speaking about your work than you thought. You're also going to notice some of the things that bother you when you're talking about maybe you have the same repetitive gesture over and over again. Maybe you have a, a verbal tick where you all the time and you'll start to hear that in the recording. You'll get a little self-conscious about it, but with practice, you can minimize that. And so then when you're actually speaking to somebody about your photography, you're not necessarily going to make the same mistake over and over again. That repetitive gesture you'll consciously no longer do because you've been practicing and not having that happen. So the thing that might have made you uncomfortable about, oh, I have that weird thing where I make, you know, finger guns or I always put my thumb up. You'll know to minimize that having recorded yourself. You used to do that all the time when teaching public speaking. It really helps to make that recording. That recording also lets you start to identify some of the better language that you use to talk about your photographs, some of the better sentence structure, maybe the order to go in. Maybe you're better at talking about the emotions of a photograph before the technical, or maybe you don't want to talk about the technical at all, but you find yourself always sort of drifting into that. By recording that, you'll have a, re a way to listen back, not remember back, but truly listen back about what was said. I think another important aspect of talking about our work is in the bucket of owning that conversation about our work. One of the things that I think is so easy to do when we talk about our photography is to let our inner critic, the nervousness side of us, the insecurity about our work, the uncertainty about our work, dominate the conversation. And so this starts off with an apology. Oh, I'm really sorry, but you know, if the work was just stronger, or better, or I got the lighting a little better, I think this would have been a better photograph. Rather than focus on the negative aspect of something, or focus on the positive aspect, either one, own whatever that experience is for talking about the work. So when you look at that photograph, if that photograph is an expression of for you of the love between a parent and a child, it's a portrait between a mother and a daughter, or a father and a daughter, if that portrait is all about the expression of parental love, that's what it is for you. Own that. State that with some authority. Make that what you think that photograph's about and communicate that clearly because that tells other people that you believe that photograph is about that. You can always invite them to express what that photograph's about or they may have expressed to you already what they think that photograph's about. And that is an awesome experience when somebody has a different experience than we have. They see something. They respond differently to the photograph. That's an amazing photograph that gives multiple forms of expression. But for the rest of the time, when we look at the photograph as the person who made the photograph, accepting the reason we made the photograph as valid and as important to the process of creating good photographs is at the foundation of owning it. I see the same thing when we talk about price. If people will ask me how, what to price photographs at, and I always want them to price it a little higher than they're comfortable with, because I think the photographs have value higher than most people think they do. I have on occasion met some crazy people who are priced a little high, but most people price a little low. But once you set that price, own that price. There's a lot of people who are gonna think and say, oh, it's too expensive. Or, oh, I don't think I would ever pay that much for a photograph. Okay. That's, that's great that you have that. And that's great that you know that about yourself. 
But for me, I believe that photograph is worth that much money for whatever reason. And own that experience. Part of being able to communicate well about the work is accepting the work and accepting it on all levels. The way it's printed, the way it looks, the way it was shot, the way it was lit, the way it was priced. All of those variables come into play. The last piece about speaking and talking about our work and articulating our work is on the opposite side of the actual speaking part, but it's listening about our work. One of the most important things I think you can do is sort of linger, eavesdrop, and make sure that you are actively listening when you're talking to somebody about your photographs. If you have photographs up on the wall or you're sharing work, listening to the language other people use to describe the photographs. Do they descri- how do they describe it? Do they describe it as surreal? Do they describe it as uh, painterly? Do they describe it as uh, emotionally challenging? Do they describe it as soft? Do they describe it as angry? Do they describe it as accurate? You know, I've had people look at some of my photographs and say, wow, that's exactly how I remember that looking. Well, that's important information to have. That's additional language. And if my goal was to make an accurate representation of something, that's good feedback to have. If my goal was for it to not look at all like reality, that might give me some pause. I might think, wow, either those people are also crazy like me, or, wow, maybe I'm not as kind of out there as I thought I was. Maybe I'm still grounded more in a reality-based representation of that location photograph than I originally thought. But by listening, we can start to decipher in other language to use. We can start to decipher in how do we feel about the work when we listen to others talk. To go back to that sense of ownership, do I feel like I own the work in such a way that I can listen and appreciate what I'm hearing as feedback, good and bad? Or have I found a better way to explain and articulate my own ownership? Sometimes I think I'm doing a great job of explaining my work, but somebody else does an even better job. And then by incorporating some of what they said into my own understanding of my own photographs, I in fact make a better language a better description for talking about my own work. That then goes back into practicing again so that I can incorporate that language in such a way that it seems natural and true to who I am as the person talking about the work. I think the big benefit of talking about work is it allows us to gain deeper insights into our own process, our own mental process for thinking about photographs. How and why do I approach the photography? Why did I make some of the decisions I made in cropping, framing, composition, processing, editing, all of those different elements that come into play? Being able to speak to those, make sure that I understand in many ways what I'm attempting to do and where I've fallen short, where I have to improve, other options to consider, maybe new ideas to explore. Maybe in one of my practices and I say, oh, this work is about an abstract understanding of the relationship of community. And then I think to myself, actually, that's not really what those photographs are about, but that's what I've been trying to do in my photographs. So how would I alter the photographs themselves to make that happen? So there's so much we get from spending that time articulating. And again, I think good articulation comes from being willing to practice out loud, saying what we want to say, owning 
whatever it is we say and whatever it is we do about photographs from, again, the size, the print, the display on the screen, the projection, the price, the sharing, the not sharing, own whatever those decisions are. And finally, again, listening to what other people have to say about the work and how to incorporate that into our own experience. Thanks so much for listening to me talk a little bit about talking about photographs and thinking about photographs and speaking about your photographs. I hope you at least give the uh, opportunity to yourself to practice a little bit out loud, talking about some of the photographs that you think are really interesting or, or challenging for you and see if you can gain a deeper insight into potentially how you might approach those photographs or share those photographs with others. I think you'll be surprised what comes up with that. Have a wonderful week slash day. And I hope you uh, get to do something fun and creative. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. If you're not subscribing to the podcast, hit the subscribe button on your platform of choice and make sure you get all the latest episodes when they're released on Mondays. Thanks again for listening and I will see you next time.